With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Here comes Chris Paul, rising and firing for three. Hit it! First offensive possession of the night, Adams goes right to the rim and he gets fouled. Adams, the rebound inside as nobody can contest with that size and Adams able to finish it up. Chris Paul, the nine-time All-Star, tight ropes the sideline, retreats out with Gobert on him, steps into a three, hits! Wilson Alexander with the dotted line, down the lane to the rim with the left hand, lay it up and in, counted and a foul. Chris Paul for three and he hits! Oh, gosh! Those are the Oklahoma City Thunder starters tonight. They'll be without Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari averaging 18 points a game and incredibly impactful to their offense, frankly the key to what they do. They other Instead, they'll come at us with three point guards, really. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the second-year player out of Kentucky, long, slender, crafty, 19 points a game, five rebounds, three assists. Chris Paul, you know well, he's averaging 16 points and six assists despite an advanced age. And then Dennis Schroeder will come off the bench at 16 points and four assists a game. They are 10 and 12 in the season, 17th in the league in differential. 19th ranked offense, 15th ranked defense. The unique thing about them, they're the only team in the NBA whose offense is better in the half court than in transition. But without Gallinari, that probably doesn't hold tonight. And they're the fourth best team in the league at pulling back your three-point shooters. Let's go to Dan Roberts for the Jazz starters tonight. Starting forward, Marina to the 44 at 6'8 from Croatia, Boyan Bogdanovich. Starting at forward, number 23 at 6'4 from Baylor, Royce O'Neal. The starting center, number 27 at 7'1 from France, Rudy Gobert. On the guard line, number 2 at 6'7 from Australia, Joe Ingles. And at guard, number 45 at 6'1 from Louisville, Donovan Mitchell. Saturday night, the Utah Jazz returned home to the friendly confines of Vivint Smart Home Arena and found their shooting magic. Moutier driving, flares it back out to Green, contested right corner three. Jeff Green is having one of those nights. Big smile on his face. Jeff Green, who has had as many air balls as makes in the last four games, has three threes tonight on three attempts. And the Australian from Happy Valley puts smiles on everyone's face. Jackson at center, Zingles drives to the basket and dunk. And the crowd goes crazy. Trying to work him, bumps, backs, works him inside the lane. Gets caught in the air, turnaround, pass to Moutier, over to Ingles, catch and shoot three is good. Grayson Allen defending, chest it to Moutier, steps into a three from the angle left, it's good. And Joe Ingles has 10 assists tonight, a Jazz season high, and the Jazz lead at 109-88. Tonight they face an old foe, the point god, some call him, Chris Paul. Works the right side, the pick after Darren Williams, weaves the lane, tight ropes the sideline, retreats out with Go. 
Gobert on him. Steps into a three. Hits! Chris Paul's got 32 tonight. From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Thunder. Tip-off is now. David, what I'm going to look for tonight, I'm going to be watching one particular player, uh, and then, and that's going to be Moutier. I just think going forward, the success of him is going to be crucial. And then I want to watch Rudy and Adams. I've always thought Adams is one of those guys that 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 Rudy kind of struggled with, even though Adams didn't score to the second to the fourth quarter in game one. So I'm going to be watching that matchup there as well. Interesting. And I, Ron, it's interesting. You make that comment about Moutier. If you go back to the beginning of the season, that was my offseason take all year long, was that Moutier was the key because if he played well, it let Quinn do so many other things with the roster. And it'll be interesting to see whether or not that holds to be true if he gets going. Here's the opening possession in the sky blue uniform. The Thunder have it, and Steven Adams goes right at Rudy Gobert to hook it up and in. A little curl off of a screen and just a little running hook high off the glass for the first two. These guys know each other well. They have matched up numerous, numerous times. Here's Ingles driving, hands it off to Gobert, to the window, lays it up and in. You got to love that. In the regular... Flat out, got to love that. They want to take away the right hand. He goes, a left hand, he goes straight down the middle of the floor. Well, I didn't think that play would work on the opening play. I guess it worked just fine, right, Ron? Yeah. Three ball from the left side, no good. Thunder without Danilo Gallinari are in the second percentile of all offenses. As Donovan drives, floats one over Adams and in. Now, Adam was backpedaling. He didn't come out and pick him up. But that's the scouting report on Adams. He's backpedaling. He can't block shots. So you've got to attack him, make him continue to back up, and he doesn't move laterally, and he can't block shots. Let's see whether or not that holds. Here's Gilgis Alexander. He's long. He's lanky. His last name's as long as he is, and his floater's no good. The rebound comes down to Donovan with a 4-2 advantage. Donovan puts the pedal down, drives all the way to the window, scoops to the left hand, and scores it. Every team wants to run. We heard Billy Donovan say that in the coaches' meeting, but as you mentioned, they're better in half court. So if you can run on them, it's even more important because they'll run so very rarely. Adams out to the left side to Paul. He'll shoot the three and miss it. Gobert will rebound, and then Ingles and Chris Paul get tangled up, and a foul called on Chris Paul, and the two of them laugh at each other a little bit. You mentioned the matchup between Gobert and Adams, Ron. This is the 20th regular season matchup between the two, and the, they had six playoff games. Gobert obviously is very young. Their numbers are very similar. Rudy averages 10.9 rebounds. Adams 9.7 rebounds. And Adams has got the best of Gobert except for in the playoffs. Donovan dribbles into Rudy. Turns it over. Literally ran into Rudy. I'll get to that after this play here. Here's Nader. Think George Niang. They both went to Iowa State. Similarly sized. Hands off to Chris Paul. Paul through the lane. Bounces it back. To Adams, kicks out to corner. Nader's a good shooter. He fires and misses. Rebound Donovan. Chris Paul will not shoot at the rim. I'm, I'm like, literally takes one shot a night at the rim right there. He got under the basket, passed it away. That last turnover there by, by Donovan. The yes. screen was set there by Rudy. Rudy read what, what direction Donovan was going, so he has to go the opposite direction. So Donovan went the correct way, but then he right back into, into Rudy, which is something he's not supposed to do. Donovan runs Shea Gilgis-Alexander into a pick. Gilgis-Alexander is 6'6", 181. 
And the Jazz will be running him into picks all night. Last night, the Thunder had a brilliant game with a win against the Trailblazers and really quieted Damian Lillard. Look at him forcing. Ingles pick and roll. They force him the right throws behind Gobert for a turnover. Gilgis Alexander drives full court, going up, lays it in despite Donovan's effort to block it. And a foul on Donovan. As good as the Jazz were offensively against Memphis the other night, they did turn it over 20% of their possessions and have turned it over on back-to-back possessions tonight. Utah Jazz play-by-play call, proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union, now through the end of the year. Get triple rewards on all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at gwcu.org. We'll take care of you. Ingles. Coming off one of his best games of the year. Double-double gives it inside to Bogdanovich. Slides by Adams. Misses at the rim. Nader rebounds. A 6-5 Utah lead. Here comes Gilgis Alexander. He's their leading scorer. Gives to Adams. He tries to go reverse side and does. The New Zealander with the layup inside. And the Thunder have a 7-6 lead. Kind of surprised Rudy, didn't he? Putting the ball on the floor going to the hole. If the Thunder are able to score tonight, they will be very good defensively. Gobert attacking Adams. Gets it stripped away. Recovers. Throws it back out to O'Neal. Rotates to Bogdanovich. Left angle three. Too long. And the rebound comes down to Gilgis Alexander. And he puts the pedal down. Running full steam ahead. Jazz get back nicely. Kick out to the corner to Baisley, who's a rookie. 23rd pick of the draft. Nice rotation. Jazz now stymie him to half-court possession. Gilgis Alexander will take a three from deep and hit it. Last year he showed signs after the All-Star break when he averaged 44% from three in L.A. And the former 11th pick of the draft. Bogdanovich driving. Adams retreats back to Gobert. He kicks it out instead to O'Neal. Drives the baseline. He's fouled before he gets the shot off. Alexander was 37%, ended up 37% anyway from the three-point line last year. And as you mentioned, 175 pounds, boy. It just, it's not a lot of weight. 10-6 Thunder, they're on an 8-0 run. Donovan, high pick and roll. Adams retreating, rolls, lobs it to Rudy, who lays it up and in. Donovan and Rudy connect very rarely. They do there. Pushing ahead, here comes Gilgis Alexander. He had a big fourth quarter last night. Swings it over to Nader. Played in Boston, the summer league here, you might recall. Gets in the lane, floats it over Gobert. It's an air ball. O'Neal pulls it out of the air. Jazz on the push. O'Neal's driving. Backpedaling defenders. Leaves behind for Bogdanovich. Right angle three. It's good. You know what that was? That was from that moment of practice the other day where Quinn Snyder told the guys, let's make sure we're aware of where he is. Yeah, finding wherever he's at in transition. But that's what you call running to score, David, not running to get into something. They ran to score then. 5-0 surge by the Jazz. Answer an 8-0 run by the Thunder and Billy Donovan. Brings us to our first time out of the night. Jazz lead at 11-10 on the Jazz Radio Network. My! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. When you bring in an elite point guard like Mike Conley, it's not only about Mike Conley coming in here and getting adjusted. You have an entire team playing with somebody different. So when you've played with Rubio for a long period of time, there's a chemistry that's built up. And they got to build that same chemistry. Now, I don't know Mike personally, but everybody speaks the world of him as a person, and as a guy, and as a professional. So as long as the players are working towards solving and getting to know each other and learning, then I think that it takes time for that to progress and to get better. That is Billy Donovan, your New Skin Jazz Sound Flash, brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best year. Jazz of the basketball. Down 12-11 here in the early going. Bogdanovich comes around on a spoon action. Or 
the upside down U, or I haven't quite figured out what to call it, but he comes up the baseline, curls around, and gets called on the foul by the Thunder. Bogdanovich curls underneath Rudy, gets to the free throw line, fades back over Adams, misses. That's not the attack of Adams. That's where Adams is good defensively. You've got to go at him and force him to backpedal. Adams gets into the post, right block. With KT tape all over both shoulders and is, tries to swing through and power through on Gobert and Ingles comes down to steal it. Ingles wearing a bandage on his right wrist, brings it up with the left hand, now goes to the left hand, bounces the pocket pass down low to Gobert and Adams who has the best Defensive hands of any center in the NBA knocks it away, steals it, and the Jazz kick it. Adams, we just talked about his weaknesses. In retreating, going up. His strength, the best in the league, and knocking away that pocket pass. That pocket pass, I mean, that means you got to get low. you got to get your hands low in order to, to make something like that happen. The Jazz scouting report actually says don't throw it. 12-11, Thunder by one. Gilgis Alexander wears number two. He'll take a three as O'Neal goes under the pick, and he'll hit Pushing ahead, O'Neal, left corner three, swirls out. Thunder lead at 15-11 as Adams clears the board and the Jazz get back defensively. Jazz need to be able to get, really should have a good defensive night tonight. Chris Paul in the lane, goes to the rim, lays it up and in. A rare shot at the rim for Chris Paul. Well, he's only went, gone to the rim 40 times this year. 10% of his shots, yeah. about one a night. So that pick and roll there in the middle of the floor, Donovan driving, gets Adams backpedaling, gets him in the air, draws the foul. That's it's amazing how scouting reports work, isn't it, Ron? It, it really is, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I really think actually from a fan standpoint, if you're listening to us right now, it should be really eye-opening. This is how great the coaches are in this league. And you wonder, like, well, why does a player look so good for a while and then not look good or things like that? I mean, here's a scouting report on Adams. Don't throw the pocket pass. What do we do the first time he throws a pocket pass? He steals it. Get him retreating. He doesn't move laterally or get up. And boom, they're going at him and they're making progress. What does Bullion do? Doesn't do that. What does Adams do? Impacts the shot. Like, it's really a great sign of the level of coaching and detail in this league. Yeah, you take away the weaknesses. I know back in the day, I hate to go back that far, but your defensive assignments was strictly man-to-man for the most part. And you just took away the weakness of a player. If he didn't have a left hand, you forced him to the right all night long, and everyone that had the, that ended up on him, if you had to switch, knew that, so they forced him to his left. Nowadays, it's entirely different. Dennis Schroeder comes in. So now Schroeder and Gilgis Alexander are their scorers. There are going to be guards coming out to Jazz all night. Gilgis Alexander working on O'Neal. Gives to Nerlens Noel is checked in for Stephen Adams. Back to Alexander. Bounce pass to Noel. An eight-foot floater rattles around and comes off. And the Jazz second leading rebounder, Royce O'Neal, pulls down the board. 17-13 Thunder. Joe Ingles runs off an O'Neal action. Nothing develops. Instead, he'll work with Donovan. Now with Rudy. A left-hand dribble for Ingles. Gives it back to Rudy. Nice rotation over to O'Neal. He penetrates. Cut off by Schroeder. Cross-court past Ingles. Rotates to Bogdanovich. One dribble to settle himself. Swish for three. He is something else. Well, I'll say that great ball movement. Nice job of Royce O'Neal penetrating, drawing the defense, getting the defense scrambling. Jazz threw 30 more passes than they have on average against Memphis doing the same tonight. Left side, Stork for three, no good. He's a rookie out of Arizona State playing his third NBA game. Was not in the rotation until two games ago. Donovan working the left side. Comes off a mid-range jump shot and he nails it. 
Jazz lead it 18-17. Now they're switching one through four. I haven't seen Noel switch on a, anyone yet, but right now it looks like they're switching one through so four. So what do you do with that? Well, you just continue to, to what they're doing. Exactly. They went underneath the screen there on Donovan, so take that jumper. Gilgis Alexander works the right side. Flares it up top to Noel. Take another floater. And this one's in. Line drive hit the top of the rim. You heard the name Dort. He'll be guarding some of the Jazz best offense players. Jazz penetrate. Right corner. Joe Ingles three. No good. Joe just cannot buy a corner three this year. Boys. Here comes Baisley. Loose with the dribble. Ingles steals it. Baisley goes down. Ingles comes to the front court. Fears by the defender. To the window. Throws it back behind toward Moutier, but he hasn't checked in the game. And Royce O'Neal runs it down, but he steps out of bounds. Joe Ingles from that corner, David. Over this year? Over. I mean, Ron, he's now just, he's over eight. I mean, over nine. And now. what is he? Two for nine on the other corner? And he's two for eleven the other corner. So he's two for twenty on the year from corner threes. This guy who shot fifty percent on corner threes for the season, and his reaction lets you know he knows it. Yeah, you, we watch him in practice, David. We sit right there where he, he's in his shooting drills, and where is it? It's in that right corner. He's making them. I mean, that's happy valley. He doesn't miss that one very often. Yeah. Here's Schroeder. One-on-one -on, -one on Jeff Green. Beats him to the window, but layup's too high. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Moutier on the push. Ingles on the left wing. Finds Rudy rolling. Lobs to the rim. Slam dunk. Rudy ran the floor. Rudy run. Rudy run. Rudy run. Run, Rudy run. He just outran. Ran, anyway. Noel down the floor. Rudy run. Rudy catches. Rudy dunks. New child. This is Christmas, Children's book for you. Here comes Gilgis Alexander. Bad pass goes over Noel, but Schroeder runs it down wearing a blue headband with his dyed spot of his hair. Outside to Nader for three. No good. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Rudy now leading the break with the dribble. Stops before he gets in trouble. Gives it back to Green. Rotates Dingles. Just played point guard for the whole quarter. High pick and roll with Gobert. Snakes underneath it. Brings two guys to him. Lobs to Rudy with one hand. He taps it off the rim and in. And people ask, why is that so effective with Rudy and Joe Ingles? Is it because Joe's 6'8", and so he has He's passing, passing over the top, lane? passing over the top, and he, 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 for some reason, he has the ability to stretch that defender out a little bit farther than, than he wants to go, and, and he just knows how to get Rudy to basketball at the right time. Jazz jump back out to a 22-19 lead. We'll take the timeout that Billy Donovan just took as well on the Jazz Radio Network. to 19 Jazz have the advantage game of runs Jazz opened on a 6-0 run then the Thunder went 6-0 then the Jazz went 5-0 then the Thunder went 9-0 now the Jazz have gone 7-0 Actually, Thunder with 7-0, Jazz goes 7 -0. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Jazz are healthy other than Mike Conley is out with a hamstring injury. Thunder do not have Terrence Ferguson or Danilo Gallinari, two of their starters tonight. Chris Paul checks back into the game, being marked by Donovan Mitchell. Remember the story there with Chris Paul being one of the guys who told Donovan, you're ready. Head to the NBA when he was... Out of the camp in L.A. after his sophomore year. Here's a three from the right side for Schroeder. No good. Ed Davis and George Niang battle for the rebound, and Davis will take it for the Jazz. Steven Adams left the game. The Jazz went on a 10-2 run and have been able to get to the rim here as Donovan drives to the window. Too hard with a layup. Rebound comes down to the Thunder. Here comes Dort. All of them to the basket. Coast to coast. Big steps. Traveled. 
here, if you've not ever heard of Dort, D-O-R-T, here's the best thing I can tell you. He's Jarrell Brantley. Darrell Brantley. The Jazz second round pick out of College of Charleston is a mammoth man who looks like he should be a middle linebacker. And he and Dort could have a bodybuilding contest after the game. Moutier works into the post, turns his back, now bounces it back out to Green. Green had the incredible game the other night, going 7 of 9, drives the window here, misses, puts it back up and in. I love guys that have a second effort after they miss something. You see it with Donovan, just saw it there with Jeff Green. I'm seriously wondering if there's ever been a better NBA body than Jeff Green. <laughs> oh, you fell in love I with that like body. I've been huh? talking about this forever. I actually talked to somebody who like travels to teams. He said him and Zach Levine are the two greatest physical specimens he's ever worked on. Here's Schroeder. Right elbow jumper. Rattles it. Good mid-range player. 24-21. Utah. Leads it by three. Ed Davis played at North Carolina. Hands to Moutier. Moutier played a year in China out of high school. Tries to pull it into Davis. Tough catch. Kicks out to Donovan. Dort guarding. He had, Don- he had Lillard a lot the other night. He also fouled out in 18 minutes. Donovan drives. Gets body bumped. Bounces it inside. A tough pass to Davis. Rattles around. Who has it but Chris Paul. Viol- turnover on the Jazz before the shot clock violation. Chris Paul inside to Noel. Sees Davis. Two similarly bodied players. Kicks back out to Chris Paul. Beautiful crossover dribble. Gets by Niang. Lobs to Noel. Slam dunk. So you're looking at two styles that are similar with that pick and roll. 24-23. Moutier spin dribble. Drives the baseline. Loses the ball. It's on the ground. It's a turnover. Jazz are really sloppy with the basketball right now. 24-23 advantage. Schroeder is two. He lost it. Knocked away and the Jazz have it. Not sure this one would go in a modern art museum so far. Four turnovers by the Jazz, three by the Thunder. 38 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz lead it by one. Donovan has Dort backpilling, drives into his body, no call. As Dort goes down, Donovan throws up an air ball, fast break the other way, Schroeder's out in front, layup. Good, Niang actually blocked it off the glass for a goaltender. Eighth lead change already in this run-filled first quarter. Shot clock and game clock are separated by three seconds. Jazz bench. Two points here in the three minutes they've checked in. Dort guarding Donovan. He's become kind of their defensive stopper. He's 2.15. No way. That's what it says. It lying. <laughs> Donovan, ball fakes, terminates, gives it back from the one on the shot clock. He'll shoot from the logo for three. No good. Long rebound. Schroeder has it with one second. Half court heave. Hits the shot clock. 25-24. Thunder lead the Jazz by one at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Ingles gives it back to Rudy. Nice rotation over to O'Neal. He penetrates, cut off by Schroeder. Cross court past Ingles. Rotates to Bogdanovich. One dribble to settle himself. Swish for three. He is something else. 25-24 at the end of one. And Ron, a night after a beautiful shot chart from the Jets. Not as pretty tonight. Thunder, the fourth best team in the league at denying the three. And the Jazz have not been getting those off tonight as the Thunder are not leaving the shooters the same way they did. Though so we heard about Donovich three there in our American first game summary brought to you by America First. Here's Ingles. Works the left baseline. And defender on his back hip and a foul called on the defender. 
Jay Gilgus Alexander had nine points. Rudy Gobert had eight. Donovan Mitchell had eight to lead all scores. That is your game summary brought to you by America First. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union, America First. Visit AmericaFirst.com. Commercial free second quarter. Turnaround jumper. Left baseline for Jeff Green is up and in. We'll be taking your questions. Hashtag Utah Jazz Radio. Mike Muscala is in the game. He has not been in the regular rotation. He quickly shoots and fires. Well, he comes in shooting threes. Six for 13 from that spot. Wow, that is pretty good. Here's Donovan. Angle right three off the bounce. No good. Donovan's been shooting that off the three very good. Well, Muscala straight down the barrel. Three, no good. Donovan rebounds. Question how good a shooters are when they miss poorly. They make one and then the next one is. Jazz so try another pocket pass on Steven Adams and he steals it and knocks it away. 28-26. Thunder by two. Jazz with seven turnovers as Schroeder Nash dribbles has Ed Davis attached to him. Jazz bump out of it nicely. Out of the corner of Dort. He'll drive on Davis. Try a right-hand runner up and in. He was a scorer at Arizona State. Fabulously strong. Looks like a middle linebacker for the U of U. 30 to 26, Thunder by four. Ingles thinks about a three, doesn't take it. has got Chris Paul on his side. Bullets it down low to Davis, who attacks Adams and gets blocked. Jazz second quarter woes all season long, except for the other night. Here they leave Schroeder wide open in transition. No one guards him. He hits the three, and the Jazz are down seven. 33-26, and it's the same story as has been all season long. The minute the Jazz go to the bench, it all starts to fall apart. The first substitution for the Jazz tonight happened when Manuel Moutier checked in for Donovan Mitchell. The score of the game was 19-18, and since then, the Jazz have been outscored by the score of 16-8, Ron, and it's it's been the story all season long that when this team suddenly starts digging in deep, it gets, gets a little ugly. Well, just hopefully the Jazz can maybe they'll start pushing the ball up the floor and getting some early looks because right now half court uh, without that, that starting lineup they're just not getting anything that's that you, you put your hat on I mean that's going to be a high percentage shot or anything they're trying that pocket pass or the, the two man game there with Davis Davis is, is not a good finisher uh, and just haven't been able to get him the basketball all right, Ron, here's our first question from Woso Joe. Pretty good question. In all our experience, what is most responsible for ensuring that a team learns unselfishness? The stars, the coaches, the role players? What creates unselfishness on a roster? Boy, you know what? You know why that's such question. a great question? Is that players... You have to, how do I put this? Because there are some players that, that, that and, and just to put it this way, you go back to college and, and, you know, coaches will tell you, I want seven or eight passes before you shoot the basketball. You know, that type of thing, just to get, get you moving. But that's not the strength of some of those players. And so they, they struggle and can't play that way. Uh, I think we're seeing that with some of our players right now. And, and you pointed that out. We heard Billy Donovan talk about that as well before the ball game about, you know, 
finding that rotation of players that that and, and they got new players and just trying to get used to each other. But if you have one guy or two guys, and we're going to use Moody as, as an example. I mean, he's he's just a penetrator and and he just tries to get to the basket all the time and and he kind of disrupts things out there on the floor. So, so an unselfish player is a guy that obviously and every it's, it's self-explanatory that looking for his teammates. So my answer to the question on what makes a team unselfish, Ron, is the stars. The minute you have a star player who is not acting unselfish and starts worrying about their own personal things or whatever it might be, the rest of the team will follow. Okay, tell me this. LeBron James. Unselfish. Unselfish, absolutely. Perfect. Kyrie Irving. Perfect example. Selfish. Thank you. 33-26, lob to Jeff Green at the rim. He goes up high above, but can't tap it up and in. Jazz are down seven. Chris Paul to the front court, comes off a pick, drives at Davis, flares out the corner to Mascalos, hit a three already. Out to Dort. Dort drives, curls back with his bright orange shoes, and swings to Schroeder, a good mid-range shooter, point guard, had a mammoth game against the Jazz a few years ago. Out to the corner to Mascala. Driving, forgot the basketball, Niang picks it up, surprised himself that he has it. George comes to the front court, thinks about a three, fires the three, rattles it out. 33-26. Jazz bench points being outscored 16-4 so far. And there's a side pick and roll. Here it comes. Chris Paul in the lane, jump stops at the dotted line and scores it. That's his and spot. the Jazz are down nine. 35-26 as the bench problems. A 14-2 run, I believe it is now. Maybe 16-2. Donovan weaves in the lane, kicks it out. Ingles is open for three. He fires and hits. Catch and shoot threes for the Utah Jazz usually lead to great things. And Joe Ingles hits that one. 10 for 30 from that spot. Well, we're going to give numbers. I mean, you're so a number guy. Yeah. 20 of 52 on catch and shoot threes this year. I'm kind of watching him because he's so bad from the corner threes. Chris Paul at the elbow. Holds the left pivot foot, comes off an Adams pick, drives, scoops it up and around and under and scored it. Oh, my. Chris Paul, how did you do that? George Niang, catch and shoot three left side is good. George Niang, 13 of 32 on catch and shoot threes, over 40%. Now, that was in transition, right? That's what I'm yep. talking about right there. Jazz are the second best catch and shoot team in the league at 42%. If they can get catch and shoot threes, they will get it going. 37-32, Jazz down five. Backdoor cut Schroeder, cut off by Donovan. Donovan comes back out. Shooter has some open floor. Crossover dribble. Forgot the ball. Now gets it back. Fires an air ball. Donovan's shoes are untied. Wasn't that a nice conversation we had with Donovan today? He's so proud of what he's been able to do with the shoes. Absolutely. He really is. And he's probably would talk to us all day if we'd have let him. Today he was wearing a pair of shoes that were at practice at only his high school and his junior high wear. He's got a new Louisville one coming out. And then the cutest was like, you guys have some, right? And we're like, no, but that's good, Donovan. Like, and then he's all upset and bothered by the fact that he haven't been taken. I tried to get everybody taken care of. Donovan, we're good. Like, you're fine. That wasn't the point of the conversation. Alley-oop, Emmanuel Moody at the rim, and Niang's pass doesn't get there, but Gobert picks it up off the bounce and lays it up and in. 37-34, Jazz have cut it to three. Schroeder on the left side. 
Schroeder thinks about a mid-range shot. Instead goes into Adams in the post. Bumping and backing on Gobert. He turns to the middle, draws the foul. Now, this is what, and I saw this with, with Adams the other night against the Portland Trailblazers. He is so good of, of if you put a, a hand on him or a forearm on him, he's going to clamp down on that arm and make it look like you're holding him while he's shooting or rebounding. He gets, he gets officials baited in making the wrong call a lot of times. Steven Adams at the free throw line. Throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships is donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Steven Adams never been a very good free throw shooter. 50% last year. But having a great month of December. 17 points and 10 rebounds a game. Shooting 73%. I've always thought he was a key to that basketball team. Even with Westbrook there, I always thought he was he was the key. 39-34, Thunder by five, Moutier at the point, and Gobert held off a screen by Nader. Thunder without Danilo Gallinari tonight, and without Gallinari, their offense is in the second percentile. Their defense, though, is in the 97th percentile, so the fact that the Jazz are not getting stops tonight is a little disconcerting. The fact that Thunder are very good defensively is not surprising. They're just a dramatically different team without Gallinari. They don't have his strengths or his weaknesses. Bogdanovich drives, cut off by Noel, fouled by Noel, who has been a foul-prone player throughout his NBA career. 39-34, second yeah. quarter action brought to you by Mark Miller's Subaru, commercial free. You get the feeling that right now the Jazz is starting to maybe figure this out offensively. I'm worried about that defense, the, the defense, the pick and roll in the middle of the floor, even on the wing. Ingles finds Gobert on a roll. He dunks it. Beautiful finish by Rudy Gobert. Now, who made that pass? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. How many assists does Joe Ingles have tonight, Rambu? Boy, it, it's amazing how he, he's already with five assists in this game already. And I'll bet you three of them have come to Rudy Gobert. Well, Rudy Gobert's got five field goals, so he might have five assists. <laughs> Here comes Schroeder. Working the right side, Moutier defending him. Gives to Noel, four-foot floater, no good. Moutier grabs the rebound. Bogdanovich with his red shoes, bounces to the far side to Ingles. Hands back to Bogdanovich, comes around the curl. Now back off of a Gobert pick, jump stops in the lane, tries to put up a shot, it's blocked. Bogdanovich is two of six to start the night. Schroeder behind the pick, fires a three, no good. He is a streaky shooter as the Jazz experienced when he had 40 against them in Atlanta. 39-36, Jazz down three, here comes Ingles off a Gobert pick, fakes the pass to Gobert, hits the corner to Niang for a catch and shoot three that swirls out. That's twice they've gone down in and come back out for Niang. 39-36, Jazz are four of 11 from three so far. Noel, underhand scoop, Nader lays it up and in, backdoor cut, 41-36. Thunder are playing nine guys tonight with a limited roster. Moutier drives the baseline, comes around the other side, finds a cutting Niang for a four-foot right-hand push shot that's up and in. Nice dribble by and dish by Emmanuel Moutier. Jazz playing look. nine guys as well tonight, and a timeout by Billy Donovan's George Niang has five points off the bench. You notice uh, Moutier, when he's driving that baseline, he never looked up at the rim. Just kept dribbling, kept his dribble alive, and all of a sudden there's Niang, gets him the basketball, and the Jazz get two. I'm going to do a little live producing on the air tonight. Um, 
Adrian, we don't have a day in history tonight, today? I think we should. So maybe I'm off by a day on it. So check and see if we do. 41-38, Jazz with a three-point disadvantage here in the second quarter. And ask us your questions as hashtag Utah Jazz Radio. Nate wants to know, should the Jazz run their rotation similar to what the Denver Nuggets are doing, where the Nuggets are playing all of their starters together for long, long minutes at once? What's your thought on that, Ron? I just totally disagree with that. I just, it, it, it's just, and I don't think, maybe it works for Denver. I don't, th- put it this way, I don't think it works for our team. I mean, they tried just, it. Just, just, yeah, just look at the numbers. The numbers tell you that, that it, it, it just won't work. We don't have, we don't have the scores. We so have. The, the ja- Denver, so what Denver's doing is they're playing their starters 43% of their minutes, which is the most of any team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're playing their bench minutes, 20, their bench guys, no starters 20% of the time, which is the most of any team in the NBA. So nobody else is doing anywhere near to what Denver's doing. I mean, there's not another team in the NBA that's, Miami might be, is the, runs about 7%. Charlotte runs their bench guys about 11%. Uh, so that, that's it's a very unique approach. The Jazz tried it on that road trip; it did not work. Yeah, Denver's 14 and seven, um, and they have a ton of shooters. I mean, they have they have some athletes on that team. I, I think that they could they can do it. I just don't think the Jazz can do it. Jazz have an interesting. Thing. Jazz are playing 56 percent of their minutes with your four or five starters on the floor which is one of the highest in the league. All right, let's get this day in history. The year was 1988, and a change of the guard was made. After seven and a half years at the helm, Frank Layden stepped down as head coach of the Utah Jazz. Filling the void was an assistant coach by the name of Jerry Sloan. Here's what the much-beloved Coach Layden had to say about Sloan and this monumental moment in franchise history. He was a great assistant. He was a better head coach. And uh, yet the rest is history. I mean, he coached his way right into the Hall of Fame. Jerry Sloan took over on this day in jazz history. Interesting. Um, Frank got everything started, and Jerry Sloan finished it. 1,223 victories, two runs to the NBA Finals. Back here in action, the Jazz are down five as Dennis Schroeder hits an angle left jump shot to make it 43-38. Thunder took the lead on a 14-2 run here in the second quarter. Jazz now have their starting five with Moutier in at the point guard with George Niang, so a little bit different. Bogdanovich ball fakes a three, takes a dribble to settle himself to the left instead of the right this time, and the result's no good. He's a little better if he dribbles to the right. Dennis Schroeder, pull-up mid-ranger, no good. Moutier grabs the rebound. Schroeder's not a particularly efficient offensive player. He's 4 of 10 shooting tonight. Moutier driving coast-to-coast, gets into the block, stops, flares it back out to Bogdanovich. He would have forced that shot a week ago. Here comes Bogdanovich, right down the barrel to the window. Corkscrewing layup, no good. Long rebound. Schroeder grabs it, and Niang tackles him. Jazz are down five. The Thunder without Danilo Gallinari become a very defensive-centric team and not a very good offensive team, but the Jazz are having a hard time getting stops, Ron, and this was a night 
where I really thought they could have put the defensive clamps down. They still could. Well, like I mentioned to you this morning, that I, was, I thought their pick and roll was dangerous, and that's what I had in my notes, that their pick and roll is dangerous, especially in the middle of the floor. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, mid-range jumper up and in. Right in the middle of the paint, 45-38. Jazz down seven. Jazz scoring it below a point of possession. The offense really struggling tonight. Bullet down low to Rudy. He'll catch and dunk. So Rudy's going. He's 7 of 8. But otherwise, the rest of the Jazz are 10 of 24 shooting. Well, they're getting Rudy the ball because of what the Jazz are doing. Dribble penetration. 45-40. Schroeder. Angle left. Jumper up and in. Oklahoma City only takes the 22nd most amount of threes in the NBA. Moody, a driving shooter, and a blocking foul on Dennis Schroeder. Close to a charge. One of those bang-bang block charge calls right there. Joe Ingles will check in. Donovan Mitchell will check in. You can see right, let's, rock, let's mark down the score here. The bench, when this first substitution happened, the Jazz were down one. Now set, Now they are down seven, and they have four minutes and 30 seconds left with this starting group without Mike Conley on the floor. Looks like Billy Donovan's trying to keep the centers fresh. He's really playing Interesting. Adams a few minutes and didn't know well another few minutes. Donovan driving on Dort, the big, strong, physical defender, gets to the rim, misses. Offensive rebound, Donovan twirls out to Ingles. Up top to Bogdanovich, penetrates, bounces back to Donovan. Dort all over Root gets a switch, attacks Gilgis Alexander, bounces it out to Bogdanovich. Right corner, Ingles for three, no good. Catch and shoot opportunity for the Jazz, who are four of 13 from three. Three ball for Gilgis Alexander, no good off the handle. Ingles will grab the rebound. Noel went to the locker room. Three points, one rebound, five assists. Nerlens Noel went to the locker room, says Ron Boone. Here comes Royce O'Neal, tries to reverse side layup, no good, but nice of attack of the rib. 47-40, Jazz down seven. Gilgis Alexander, stop and pop three. Short, rebound tap, Bogdanovich has it. Guys are winded right now. Bogdanovich pushing, Dort cuts him off and fouls him on purpose. Smart play by the rookie, guys were well, gagging for air at altitude right there, except for it's free throws. Every single guy in the Thunder right now, either hands on hips or hands on shorts. Schroeder's got hands on shorts. Adams standing in the middle of the lane with hands on hips trying to prevent the free throw from happening to give everybody a little bit more time. Back to back, run, Jazz, run, huh? That's right, and the altitude. Jazz down seven, 47-40. Jazz have scored just 16 points in the quarter. First free throw is good. Jazz shooting seven of 18 from the field in the quarter. Two of seven from three, and just one of one from the free throw line. The one that's hard, Ron, is if you don't get offensive rebounds, you've got to go to the free throw line at a really high rate to be an efficient offensive team. And we do not offensive rebound. We are 29th in the NBA in offensive rebounding. The Thunder, by the way, are 30th, so we should not see a lot of O boards tonight. Bogdanovich hits both free throws to make it 47-42. They're running small, small pick and rolls at the top. Jazz are switching them. So now Bogdanovich is on Gilgis Alexander. Chris Paul comes around to curl, gets in the lane, won't shoot at the rim. So he passes out to Dort for a three, hits the front iron, and ricochets all the way out to Bogdanovich. He's on the run. Gilgis Alexander backpedaling, throws it over the top of Donovan's head for another Jazz turnover. 
Three ball, Chris Paul transition, no. Rudy rebounds. Quick outlet to Donovan. Jazz should keep running. Thunder are tired. Played last night. Here's Donovan right side, attacking out Adams to the window. Puts it off the glass and in. Get him back pedaling and moving laterally, says the scouting report. And the Jazz are doing it perfectly. Just means he can't jump, huh? He just can't get up in the air. Baisley thinks about a three. The left-hander did not play in college. Gets it stolen by O'Neal. And O'Neal dribbles off the back of Baisley's foot out of bounds. That was not the bad play there by by, uh, O'Neal. Because Donovan, I'm I'm sorry, Joe Ingles was on his right side. Should have just stayed in the middle of the floor. Now you got a two two on one game to the point where he's either either going to score or Joe's going to get a layup. Instead, he tried to beat the man off the dribble. 47 44. Jazz down three. Starters back on the floor. Donovan working with Bogdanovich on a pick and roll. Bogdanovich tries to come get it, runs into Adams. Now he's off that brick wall. He has the basketball. With a defender on his hip, he works to the window, pushes up a shot, and misses. Bogdanovich, two for nine tonight. Fast break, Ingles knocks it away. Way too hard off the glass there for, for Boyan. I think he might have gotten pushed from behind. He does not. Joe Ingles is arguing for him. Dennis Schroeder comes back in the ballgame. Did you announce this officials tonight? I did not. Our officials tonight include Ashley. Good. I was waiting on that. Glitz. Moyer Glitch, Sean Corbin, and Sean Wright. Inbound. Wide open Dennis Schroeder, right baseline. And that's because Donovan got hit on a pick. He's grabbing his left side as he comes up the front court, kind of hobbling. 49-44. Jazz down five with 135 left. Ingles. Left-hand drive. Hands it off to Gobert. Gobert takes one dribble, trying to get it free. Bogdanovich comes to get it. He's outside the three-point line. He ball fakes. Now comes off a pick. Chests it back up to O'Neal. Penetrates the lane. Hands to Rudy. Settles himself, but that's too late for the shot clock. I don't know even if Rudy had shot clock awareness that he could have done anything with that. He didn't catch it cleanly. So he had to settle himself before he went up. 49-44, Jazz down five. Chris Paul dribbles it off Stephen Adams' foot. It rolls into the backcourt. That's over and back. That's over and back, and the officials miss it. Dennis Schroeder, left-hand dribble, right-hand floater. No, rebound Gobert. 49-44, push ahead to Bogdanovich. Adams the defender, back to Donovan. Minute left in the quarter. Bogdanovich's got a mismatch. Thunder zone up behind him. Rudy wants the ball high. He's got two. He had two, two guards. Bogdanovich was stepping a straightaway three and swish it. And then this pump going back the other way. It's his third three of the night. Three of ten shooting overall. 49-47. Jazz down two. A perfectly executed two for one if they get it back. Here comes Gilgis Alexander. He'll fire the three. No good. Rebound Gobert. They actually get the two for one on their side. Nine second differential between shot clock and game clock. Dort playing his third NBA game has the defensive assignment of Lillard one night and Donovan the next. He might even be wearing Donovan's shoes. Here comes Bogdanovich. Isolate on Schroeder. Ball fakes. Nothing there. Reset at the top. Comes off a Gobert pick. Three on the shot clock. Gives to O'Neal. Tries the baseline. Goes to block. Adams rejects him at the rim. Fast break the other way for the Thunder with five seconds left. Leaving it behind for Gilgis Alexander. He tries. Floats. No, but he's fouled by Bogdanovich with 1.9 seconds left. Two shots for Gilgis Alexander. Hope the Thunder have to go in the locker room and suck the, the 
Well, the Noel went to the locker room. They are down to eight guys. Yeah, I don't see him back on the bench either. So. He's been off injured. Gilgis Alexander makes the free throw. He's been shooting him at a high level, 22 of his last 25. Unless he's in the back riding a bike or something. Gilgis Alexander's got it rolling a little bit tonight. He's been struggling coming in, shooting 38% from three and, excuse me, 38% from the field, 27% from three in the last five games. Makes both free throws. He's got 13 points. Inbound to O'Neal. Can't get it off. Loses it. Chris Paul picks it up, but the quarter comes to an end. Well, the Jazz starters came back in down seven. They were only able to cut three points off the deficit, and they trail at 51-47 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. underway the Utah Jazz trailing 51-47 but the Thunder this year are 30th in the NBA in defense in third quarters and 29th overall so can the Jazz take advantage here's Donovan Mitchell Donovan four for nine after starting the night three for three right corner to O'Neal chest it back to Donovan has a pick from Gobert waiting now retreats back out. They've worked on this a lot in practice. He comes off the pick, fires the three. No good. Rebound comes down to Chris Paul, but that's a good look. Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's having a nice game, drives in, shoves the elbow off on O'Neal, and a foul on O'Neal. Gilgis Alexander has 13 points. He's Canadian. His parents were elite athletes, Olympians, in fact. You know, go to the free throw line. So is there such a thing? And I hope this doesn't come off wrong, but when you, you breed a couple of, say, a, a, a couple of dogs that are... No, I mean, right. Yeah, so your do, genetics... Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. David Epstein's has written an incredible book about it, the sports team. I mean, are there... You know, is... I, I'm taking more stuff... I'm taking more chances of a professional athlete coming from a professional athlete than a non-professional athlete, right? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 52-47. Right side, O'Neal. Up top to Gobert, whose dad played at Marist College. Hands to Donovan, whose dad was a member of the Houston Astros minor league franchise. Misses the shot, and the rebound comes down to Baisley. Long outlet, Steven Adams, whose sister is an Olympian, stolen by Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich to the front court. Cross-court pass to O'Neal, trailing his ingles. Back to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes at... Chris Paul with a nice close. Drives for an off-balance right-hand runner and hits it. Wow, that was tough. The ball went about from one coast to the other. That was from Utah to... Might have changed time zones for a minute. Yeah, a couple of times. 52-49. Jazz get it back to within three as Bogdanovich goes to the line. Just to finish that, Gilgis Alexander's mom was a former track star, competed for... Antigua Barbo, Bar, Barbuedo in the 92 Olympics. His father was a coach, longtime coach in the Canadian game. What, what Grew you? up in Toronto. His cousin is Alexander Wright, who plays for the Pelicans. Stephen Adams gets to one foot away from the basket and scores it. 54-49. Donovan going coast to coast, wraps it around. O'Neal right corner three. Swirls out, and the rebound comes to Adams. Five-point game. Jazz down five. The other angle on this run, on this conversation, Chris Paul gets to the dotted line, bounces it inside to Adams. He comes out of the three-point line, 
Gobert knocks it away. Now Adams has it back. Adams. And Gobert fouls him. What Gobert was waiting on here, and this is a foul on Rudy, because he was trying to leverage for the bump. He thought Adams was going to throw the shoulder into him. It looked like he was trying to leverage it, and for the bump, there was no bump, and, and Rudy's momentum just carried him into to Adam. Rudy had his first double-double of the season in the first half tonight. First, first well, half double-double. This is 13th in the first half of his career. Oh, nice note, Ron. Adams makes it. Here's the thing I think, Ron, this is a much deeper conversation. But on this topic of the athletes coming from athletes, I actually think, unfortunately, what's happened is prof- American sports, particularly, are so expensive that we've eliminated a large portion of the population that maybe once could have made it to professional sports with the expense of AAU and everything else. Particularly, I think it's a large reason why our American soccer is so bad is we're not tapping into the best athletes. David, when I grew up, everything was free. Right, but now, if you want to play AAU, you're traveling all across. I mean, you hear the stories, Kevin Love, like what was Kevin Love went and played in the Southern California AAU league when he was a kid because his you know family had money in it. So I think there's a I think there's a huge element where certainly in the American athletes you have to have so much money to be able to play. Bogdanovich slides to the basket, misses the layup, but a, tapped up and in by Gobert. Bogdanovich thought he was fouled. Jazz down by four, 55-51. Chris Paul to the front court. Played at Wake Forest for his college ball. Another ACC product. Down low, Nader bogarting Donovan Mitchell. Lays it up and in. The Jazz defense not getting the stops that you get against a team who's not very good without Gallinari offensively. Donovan. Step back three as he broke the ankles of Gilgis Alexander, but he misses the shot. The Jazz are down six to the Thunder. 9.20 left here in the third. Chris Paul snaking under the pick and roll. Takes the fadeaway. Joe Ingles all over him. Offensive rebound Adams. He lost the dribble and Ingles picks it up. Ingles to the front court with Paul swiping at him. Paul goes down. Nice rotation. Right corner. Royce O'Neal three. No good. Jazz are getting some decent looks but not hitting. Here comes a fast break the other way. Gilgis Alexander has to float it over Donovan. He misses. Bogdanovich rebounds. Guys are gassed again. Donovan slowly coming up. Bogdanovich works the left side of the floor. Rotates to Rudy. Ingles on the right wing, waiting for the basketball if needed. Donovan snakes on the pick and roll, gets to the free throw line, fades back with a short shot. The top spins over the front rim and in. Now's the time for the Jazz to try to take control of this basketball. Thunder looked tired to me. Yeah, Donovan really looks good. tired too, though. Donovan's yeah. got his hands on his knees. The defense are crouched on the other side, so the pace of this game Maybe getting everyone. Shea Gilgis Alexander short with a shot. Here comes Donovan on the push. Bounces ahead to Ingles. He dropped the pass. Goes out of bounds off the foot of Steven Adams. I think they missed that call. That's off Joe Ingles. Well, I think the one Sean is going to correct the other. Sean Corbin corrects Sean Wright. And timeout on the floor. Chris Paul grabbing his left fingers. In pain. Time out on the floor. Jazz down four, 57-53 on the Jazz Radio Network. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. 
They're the most underrated sign in the show is Bogdanovich. You know I mean, he's nice. Like, he can play. Bogdanovich will step in a straightaway three and swish it. And then this pump going back the other way. It's his third three of the night. Bogdanovich and Chris Paul talking there about Bogey. Bogey missed a free throw the moment ago. It was just missed. He had made 16 straight. He has 13. That's your WCF insurance efficiency report. Reminding you to be careful out there. Continues Baisley lead. brings up the front court. Chris Paul comes to get it from Adams. Joe Ingles, 6'7", guarding him. Into the post, Adams. Steps out of the paint to reset for three seconds. Now kicks it up. Nader's a decent three-point shooter. Fires and hits. Too easy. Thunder are only 5 of 18 from three. They lead it 60 to 53. They're up by seven. Jazz can't afford to be down when they go to their bench. Here's Donovan. Right-hand floater. Scores it. 14 for Donovan. Donovan's... Rookie year was highlighted by his playoff performance against these Thunder. Chris Paul, guarded by O'Neal this time. Comes off an Adams pick left to right, comes back the other way, pulls up for a mid-range jumper and hits it. I'll tell you what, if there's a mid-range shooter in this league that's deadly, it's Chris Paul. Absolutely. Yeah. Numbers say he should shoot it. Absolutely. Donovan, who had 38 in that game six clincher against OKC, 33 in the game four big win here as well. What a series he had. Chess up top to Bogdanovich. Comes off a Gobert pick. Free throw line jumper. Hit from behind. No good. Rebounds loose and Adams has it. Jazz are down seven and in a bit of trouble here with seven minutes left in the third quarter. Steven Adams sets another pick for Chris Paul who penetrates. Sees Rudy Gobert. Fades back and hits. Chris Paul's going to try to win the game right now, Ron. He knows he's got about three minutes till he goes out. He's going to put on a big burst right now and try to put the Thunder up by as many as he can, knowing the Jazz bench, too. He continues to get to that spot. Up above the free throw line, he's 22 of 48 coming into tonight. Donovan throws up another floater. This one's up and in. A nine-time All-Star. Chris Paul comes back the other way. He scored on back-to-back possessions. He rocks the baby back and forth between the legs. Works to the right side again. Long dribble. Nash dribbles out. Ingles knocks the pass away and steals it. Gives it to Gobert. Rudy's going to bring it up the floor himself. Rudy crosses over. Rudy thinks he's out of the Kumbo. And Rudy commits an offensive foul. And how about Adams? He gets up high-fiving, all excited about taking a charge. Rudy with five. Out of the ball Rudy with four teammates clapping at him, asking for the basketball. Tries to go 94 feet and go coast to coast in an ill-advised move. And what's and Quinn Snyder's decide to challenge it. The reason he's challenging is because that's Gobert's third foul. So Quinn's going to challenge it. 60. 457. We'll take the timeout. This challenge brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases for over 30 years in the Jazz Radio Network. The Jazz, as we come out of the review, are now down seven, and Rudy Gobert has four fouls. As the call stands, that was a very, very poor decision by Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he's done that. And it has yet to work, Ron, to be quite honest with you. It looks cute until the end result when he turns it over, going to the front court and things of that nature. Wins are going to keep him on the floor. Four fouls. Gobert stays on the floor. Jazz are down seven. Gilgis Alexander drives, finishes. O'Neal fouls him, and the Jazz are down nine to Danilo Gallinari-less Oklahoma City Thunder on a back end of a back-to-back. 
And Gilgis Alexander's dominating. Just heard the 30-point bell. As Gilgis Alexander will go to the line with 16 points. Let's find out who rang the Lexus 30-point bell. Has a far side corner. Crossover against Holly. Down the middle of the lane. In the paint. Hangs in the air and finishes. What a tough bucket for PG-13. Over the top of Turner. He's got 31. PG with a big game. By the way, check it. They'd already put the foul on the board for Rudy. So it's only his third foul, not his fourth. Right side three. Joe Ingles up and in. Jazz need to do something now. 66-60. Moutier's in the game for Donovan. Gilgis Alexander drives on O'Neal. Steps into him. Fades back. Misses. Gobert with the rebound. Outlet to Ingles. Ingles comes off a pick from Gobert. Brings two to him. Hands to Rudy. Rolls to the basket. He's fouled. Rudy will get free throws. Rudy reaches down and grabs his foot. Maybe he did this before in another game. Well, that's that ankle. That ankle, yes. Jazz have not been able to get into a shooting rhythm tonight. And Rudy Gobert on the line. Let's hear what Coach Snyder said about a team getting into that shooting rhythm. We talked a lot about getting shooter shots. You know, Boyan, for example. You'd like to get him as many you know, threes as you can, the way he's shooting, and I think. Guys beginning to kind of get to know each other more on the court will kind of address a lot of those things, be it the turnovers or just efficiency. You know, we're just a work in progress. The Jazz offensive work in progress tonight. Gobert's first free throw, no good. Second one's good. How about this for a stunner in the NBA tonight, Ron? Sacramento playing on the back end of a back-to-back, -back, I believe. They got a nice win yesterday in Dallas. Wins in Houston. Wow. There will not be a lot of team doing the Texas two-step, getting a lot of two wins. 66-61, Oklahoma City leads the Jazz by five. Schroeder, high step in the lane, curls out, Rudy's got him. Jazz practiced this today. Someone's supposed to come from the weak side and help. No one does, and Schroeder lays it up and in. When Rudy let him go baseline, he, he should have been forcing him back to Joe Ingles. Joe should have let him know where he was at. That's not very good communication. 68-61, Jazz down by seven. Gobert at the top, the Frenchman, hands it off to Ingles. Stops, comes back to his left hand, has some airspace, fires another three, rattles deep in the cup, comes out. Off the bounce, three for Ingles, has not been his friend this year. Two for five this tonight. Here comes Alexander into the post, air balls at eight footer, it goes five. Ingles jets out of traffic, showing speed he's never shown before. Leaves it behind for Moutier, penetrates, cut off nicely by Baisley. Ingles rotates it to Bogdanovich, tough catch and shoot for three, no good. Gobert taps the rebound out of bounds. That's actually a very subtle play by Rudy, but it's a big deal. He knocks the ball out of bounds and allows the defense to get set. And now coming instead of off a live rebound, running back at you, you're set defensively. But Nader gets a wide open three on the left side and hits. And the Jazz are down 10 to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are playing without two starters on a back end of a back-to-back. Ingles comes to get it off a Gobert pick. Ingles penetrates into the lane, kicks it out. Moutier's open for a catch-and-shoot three. No good. That's not his game. And the Jazz are now 6 of 22 from 3. Schroeder crossing over Ingles, reaches in and a foul. No, they don't call it. And he pulls up for a jumper and hits. Joe Ingles signals to the bench, I'm tired. Quinn takes a timeout. The Jazz are gassed, and Ingles is limping. The Jazz are tired, out of breath, gassed. Ingles is 
upset as he heads to the bench. And the Thunder are up 12 in the third quarter, 73-61 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz are playing a Thunder team that's 30th in the NBA defensively in the third quarter. 29th in third quarters overall. And they are thoroughly outplaying the Jazz in the quarter. And where they're beating the Jazz, David, is what we talked about this morning. That little pick and roll with Schroeder, um, Chris Paul getting to the elbow, getting into the paint. They started off the ball game running it and using Adams to score. Now it's Schroeder and Chris Paul there in the middle of the floor. Thunder are 9 of 14 shooting in the third quarter. 2 of 2 from 3. Jazz have had a lot of disturbing, poor performances in the last two weeks. A loss tonight would be the worst of the group. Ingles snaking out of the pick and roll and a foul on Nader. And the Jazz are going to... Here's the thing. The Jazz are going to have to get a bounce from a bench unit that has given them a bounce twice in 20-some-odd games all year. They're going to have to get another one tonight. The Jazz offensive rating tonight is a 90. The story of the season has been the Jazz' complete inability to score consistently without any of their three main offensive players on the floor. Bogdanovich sweeps through, thought he got fouled, no call. Here comes Schroeder, three-on-one fast break. Baisley goes to Duncan, he's fouled by Niang. The disappointing numbers for the Jazz this year. <laughs> That's terrible. What's terrible? Borian just showed the official where he was hacked. Look how he on his arm, and the official shrugged his shoulders. You know, like, so what? Baisley makes the free throw. First points of the night. Baisley's an interesting case. He, his parents and his family did, for whatever reason, what I always sa- have said I would do if I was a parent of an elite athlete. He did not go to college. He just spent the year training. I, I see very little reason why to spend four months making the NCAA money if I'm an elite level athlete. Who knows he's going to be a first round pick. Well, he ended up being a 23rd pick. Well, that's fine. But the risk of going to college and getting hurt and being limited, the crazy thing is the, you know, the NCAA limits how much you practice, right? Yes. If I want to be a professional violinist, they don't limit me, but if I'm a basketball player, they do. Jazz are down 14, the Thunder on a 9-0 run. Donovan back in the game, attacking and foul. The story of the Jazz season this year has been what happens if Mike Conley, Boyan Bogdanovich, or Donovan Mitchell is off the floor, singularly, just one of them. Not all of them, just one. The Jazz offense, when Mike Conley's off the floor, is in the 20th percentile, a 104.5. When Bogdanovich goes off the floor, the offense is in the third percentile of all offenses in the NBA at 97.6. And when Donovan goes off the floor, the offense is in the fifth percentile at 99.3. And now they have to play that way with Mike Conley out. And the offense tonight is a 90, which would be in the zero percentile of all offenses. Donovan makes both free throws. The Jazz are down 12, 75, 63. 
Going to take a big effort here. Schroeder hands it off. And they run a weave at the top to get it to Gilgis Alexander, who attacks Donovan. Puts a shoulder into him, puts up a floater, no good. Rebound to Niang. Niang hooks on a hip. They didn't call the travel. Back up top to Donovan. He calls to clear out. Now he gets the pick because he wants Niang instead. He fires into a three, no good. Jazz are six of 23 shooting from three. Dort, a powerful rookie out of Arizona State, hands it off to Nerlens Noel. Noel tours ACL when he was going to be the number one pick. Back out to Schroeder for three as Moutier dies under the pick. And it's wide open and it's good. A 15-point advantage for the Thunder. Well, I talked to you this morning about their bench. They're crushing ours. Moutier, hard drive to the basket. Gets caught on the back of Baisley. Almost looks like he's taking a ride on it, but that's a foul. Thunder are 10 of 26 shooting in the third quarter. Three of three from three, whereas the Jazz are six of 18 and one of nine from three. Jazz have been outscored 27-16 in the quarter. Despite the fact that the Thunder came in as the 29th ranked team in third quarters. Safe Flight Autoglass, the local vehicle expert, is ready to eat for another great year of basketball. Proud to be preferred Autoglass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Flight Autoglass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebounding program at the end of the regular season. Safe Flight will donate $5 for every rebound secured by this year's leading rebounder with all proceeds benefiting the neighborhood house. Moutier's first free throw is good. First point of the night for Emmanuel in 12 minutes. He has one rebound and one assist to go with a singular point. He now has doubled that total and has two. 13-point lead for the Thunder. Chris Paul, left wing. He's got 10 points, five assists, three steals. And Moutier gets caught for the swing through, reaching foul. And you, at some point, you got to know if you're in the penalty, Chris Paul is going to do it to you. He's only been doing it for 15 years. At some point, you got to know that that's what he does. I mean, you, you get a scouting report. You've watched him play for years. You know not to get your hands in there. Last year, they wanted you to defend him with your palms up. The guy's been playing 15 years in the league doing that. Nine-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, nine-time All-Defensive Team. And without a doubt, a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, first ballot. Yeah. Think about it, Darren Williams is winning golf tournaments. Raymond Felton's not in the league anymore. And this guy's just powering right along. Still playing. Fourth player, 2005. Thunder come in having won four of their last five with a win last night in Portland. And if they can pull this off, they are a playoff Western Conference contender and Sacramento making big statements. Donovan drives, turns it over. Schroeder comes to the front court, pulls up with Moutier on his back hip and draws the foul. They're going to review it, whether it's a two or a three. It's a foul. Crowd's going nuts. Moutier. Now, we, my part, I know it's considered a foul, but did he jump to the left? Here's my point. What is Emmanuel Moutier doing 26 feet away from the basket with his hands out, bumping him with his chest, knowing he's making contact when he's having no defensive impact at all? Like, smart I play agree. there by Schroeder. Right, like that's... That smart play. Like Emmanuel's got to curl out of that. He's in no position to make an impact. That's two back-to-back -back calls by two guards that are just, just flat out draw, drew the fouls. That's right. the bottom line. And now we're down 16. 
Sorry, Ron, I didn't mean to get upset, but 21 points there for Schroeder. No, you're, you're perfectly right. 26 feet away from the basket, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Schroeder makes the free throws, and the Jazz are down 17 at home to the Thunder. Playing without two of five starters, having won four of their last five, and they're smelling blood. Schroeder is all over Moutier. Moutier now goes one-on-one into the teeth of defense travels. They don't call it. Kicks it out to Donovan. Cross-court pass to Green. Left corner three for Jeff Green's no good. Long rebound comes out to the Thunder, who lead it 82-65, having outscored the Jazz 31-18 to in the quarter. Chris Paul, pull-up jumper, swirls out. Battle for the rebound. Moutier has it. 142 to play. Moody up the far side. Puts his shoulder down. Drives to the rack. Misses the layup. Chris Paul to the front court. Chris Paul bounces to Schroeder. George Niang with the defense. Gives him airspace. Schroeder fires. Three ball. Jazzed out. 20 at home. 25 points for Schroeder. That's his third three of the night. Ron, this is not good. That's not good at all. Down by 20. 85-65. Donovan working the top. One-on-one. Into the mid-range. Fires and misses. Jazz are down to 40% shooting, and the Boo Birds are out. Schroeder for three. No good. Niang with the rebound. Thunder have hit 11 of 20. Outscored the Jazz 34-18 in the quarter. Moody at the top. Pick and roll with Jeff Green, his buddy. Drives in the lane, takes the extra step again. They're not calling that, luckily, but he's short with a shot. He's 0 for 3 tonight. As good as he was the other night, not as much tonight. Chris Paul left side, has George Niang. Pulls up for a 3, kicks out the legs, doesn't get the call. Rebound, Ed Davis. Shot clock and game clock are 5 seconds separated. The Jazz are down 20 at home to the Thunder. 10 seconds on the shot clock. Donovan comes off a of Moutier pick. He's triple teamed. He powers into Dort. That is a blocking foul on Dort and a basket by Donovan. Wow. If I'm Billy Donovan, I might challenge that if I thought it was worth it. I'd be curious to watch this again. Foul on Dort is his third. He fouled out in 18 minutes last night. And now Billy Donovan's going to challenge it. I don't know why I'm challenging this up 18, up 20. Up 20, right. But on the other end, it's a bad call. Well, And maybe for that purpose alone, you just challenge it. Yeah. And the fact that he has it, don't want to take it to the locker room. Well, third you quarter, know. right. Yeah. I mean, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Let's see what they... So Ashley... Moyer glitch was the one with the call. What do you think, Ron? I think that's an offensive foul. But I'm not going to block charge call. Let's see, right? He gets in front of Donovan. Donovan shoves off of the front... Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. It's interesting. 85-67 is the score. The Jazz are down 18. Ron, what's happened here? How did a the blocking j- foul. How do how the Jazz, they're still talking about it, I think. Uh, maybe it's a block still. 
Uh, what is the what has happened here? What's gone What's gone wrong with the Jazz tonight? The shots that we were making, obviously, as Quinn said Calls. in that one of those interviews, they're not falling. Uh, we have not been able to generate any momentum at all. How many times have we had back-to-back -back threes or or a couple of fast break points or a block shot that that brings some generates some excitement and maybe. Uh, some momentum or anything. We haven't had any of that tonight. Jazz offense. Now we're getting to the point, David, where we're playing one-on-one -on -one basketball. Yeah. Everyone. They do. They do not overturn the call. Yeah. Eight point five seconds left in the quarter, so the Thunder actually get another possession. That's the other reason why that challenge might have been worth it. Worth it for Billy Donovan is he's going. He just diagrammed a play for out of this with 8.5 seconds left. Jazz offensive rating tonight. League average is 110. The Knicks are the worst in the league at 102. The Jazz offense right now is an 87. Donovan makes the free throw. 85-68. Chris Paul brings in the front court. Gets a pick. Jeff Green switches onto him. Paul drives, tries to wrap it around, finds Adams. Kick out to Muscala. At the horn for three, no good. And the Jazz will need to come back from 17 down in the fourth quarter to avoid a home loss to the Thunder, who finished the quarter on a 19-7 run on the Jazz Radio Network. fourth quarter tonight and the Jazz are down 85-68 in one of the more disparating performances of the year. The Jazz offensive rating which league averages 110 is currently a 88 and even more disappointing Ron is the Jazz defensive rating is a 110 against a team without Danilo Gallinari that should really be struggling to score and they're not as Dennis Schroeder comes off a pick Top of the key jumper is good, and the Jazz are down 19. I wonder why we're not getting open, going, running off our picks like they are. Donovan drives into the teeth of defense, puts it hard off the window, and scores it. No pass possession. It's Mitchell, Ingles, Exum, Green, and Gobert. So Dante Exum making his first appearance. Dante's yet to really find a rhythm yet. Chris Paul has Gobert on him. One-on-one. -on -one. Ball fakes Rudy, then turns him around like a top and hits the jumper. Oh, no, Rudy uh -oh. is going to end up on every highlight reel for the wrong reason for that one. Yes, he he has no shoes and no shirt and no service right now. 89-70. His right foot's on his left foot. And his vice versa. Donovan, floater, no good. He takes the most of anyone in the league at that. Jazz are down 19. Here's Schroeder. Schroeder. Out of Germany. Gives it off to Dort, the rookie out of Arizona State, and an offensive foul, his fourth. He's a little bit of a wrecking ball right now. Thunder without Terrence Ferguson, without Danilo Gallinari. And yet not having a hard time scoring, they had been a terrible offensive team without Gallinari this year. 17 points worse per 100 possessions. They are up 89-70 as Joe Ingles comes off a pick. Swirls back, finds Exum left side. Dante drives into the pocket, shot blocked by Adams. 
Fast break. Ingles ties up Dort and fouls him. Neither coach has a review available. Come on, Adams. He's got four block shots tonight. Jazz attacked him well early. Donate blood with ARUP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Scout, check out utahblood.org for where to donate. What kind of future does this kid have? I don't know. Can't really tell what he's doing right now, honestly, Ron. He's got a great body, right? Strong, physical. Strong body, yes. Just brings a lot of energy to Jazz. Jazz could use a little youthful juice at times right now. Dort makes both free throws, and the Jazz are down 21. 90-170. Dante starts the offense with a pass to Bogdanovich, finds Ingles on a curl, gives to Rudy, to the basket, slam dunk. Rudy's been shooting it much better recently. Had a season-high five assists against Memphis. Chris Paul, guarded by Joe Ingles. Works in the lane. Free throw line jumper. Good. How do you keep him out of the lane? I mean, gotta, they're we're, just, we're not physical with him at all. Joe's not touching him. So maybe that's so you don't draw a foul. Ingles comes off a go-bear pick. Snakes underneath. Goes back out to the three-point line. Chested to Donovan. Crosses door over. Fires the three. Hits. 93-75. So, Ron, what do you do? Let's watch it right here. So, Chris Paul has it. Yeah. He's calling for Muscala for the pick so he can get Bogdanovich switched on. Now he's isolated right side. Now they'll bring Adams over. Adams sets the pick. Bogdanovich puts a forearm into him and gets back in front. Chris Paul steps back and misses. That was actually better defensively than the last two possessions. Here comes Exum. Dante bounces back out with the dribble. Crosses over off a Gobert pick. Drive. Left-hand layup. Good. Nice for Dante Exum. Timeout Billy Donovan. Jazz are down 16. 93-77 on the Jazz Radio Network. NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Detroit Pistons. And it goes to Rose quickly. Got Holiday on him with 10 seconds to go. 103 to 103. Rose down to five seconds. Rose got to get something going. Spinning. Got him. Game time. Game time. time. The Sacramento Kings. Ken Maurer hands it to Joseph, looking to get it in, looking to get it in. Comes to be elites in between. Look at deep three for the win! And he hit it from about 30 feet out. Nemanja Bielitsa wins it at the buzzer for the Sacramento Kings. Buzzer beaters around the NBA. Sacramento wins in Dallas and Houston. Thunder trying to win back-to-back nights in Portland and Utah. Thunder have won four of their last five as Steven Adams has Dante Exum in the post. Jazz double, kick out to Schroeder. He's driving on Ingles to the window. Gobert takes it away. Adams pass, dribbles and out of bounds. And right. Dante is doing a great job on the pick and roll. He, he, he knows how to fight over those picks. Jazz down 16. Dante driving. Flares it up top to Ingles. Goes off his hands out of bounds. Turnover on Dante. 
Turnovers have been a little bit of a problem for Dante since coming back. No surprise. He has 10 turnovers now since returning. He has five assists in that same time period. <laughs> Steven Adams is tying his shoes. Steven Adams should be, Chris Paul should be yelling for a delay of game. Oh, wait, it doesn't work that way. 93-97. Jazz, or excuse me, 93-77. Jazz down 16. Adams tries to pass it. It gets deflected back to Adams. Seven on the shot clock. Chris Paul works high angle left. Gets to the free line. Dives back into Joe Ingles, and they call a foul. See, now this this would be one. We did get the call. Watching jump. So Dante checks out. After four minutes, Emmanuel Moody checks in. Jazz bench numbers are ugly again tonight. Green minus 13, Niang minus 15, Davis minus 11, Moutier minus 10. Here's Chris Paul. Off a pick to the left. Roy stays tethered to him. He fires a three. Short. Rebound. Rudy Gobert. Eight minutes to play. Moutier pushing up the left side of the floor. Gets to the free throw line. Kicks it out to Bogdanovich for three. No. Bogdanovich fell to the ground on the shot. Gobert battling for the rebound. Taps it off of Noel as both of them were basically standing out of bounds. They are face guarding Donovan Mitchell at 94 feet, Ron. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, Dort, Dort. Just, Dort just picked up Donovan in the backcourt, allowing that Jazz should be able to score every time if you play four on four. Moutier's inbound comes up high to Donovan. Donovan has 26 points tonight. Step back, tough three, left side short. Rudy battling for the rebound. It's fouled. Good effort now by the Jazz, just seemingly very late. Virtually impossible to come back from 16 down in 7 minutes and 47 seconds, but we'll try it. Schroeder has 27 off the bench for the Thunder tonight. Chris Paul has 16. Gilgis Alexander has 16. Playing without Danilo Gallinari. On Donovan. Beautiful dribble. Tries to go through the legs of Noel. Gets it. Pump fakes. Misses from 5 feet out. Rudy with another rebound. Gets it knocked away. Loose ball. Thunder have it. Gilgis Alexander out in front. Going to dunk. Donovan tries to block. Gilgis Alexander dunks it. And the Jazz are down 18 with 7.28 left as Quinn Snyder calls timeout. A stunning development here in Salt Lake City, Utah. left here in the fourth quarter in what's going to be a signature night for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They came in having won four of their last five. Got a nice win last night in Portland. They opened the year with a brutal schedule and have begun to play very, very well. And tonight without Danilo Gallinari and Terrence Ferguson, two of their five starters, they are up 18 on the Utah Jazz with 7.28 left here in the fourth. They're 8-8 eight and eight against the Western Conference. This is a monster two-game stretch for them, Ron. They're, they're a playoff team. If they don't break it up for trade purposes, this is a playoff team. And maybe Sacramento is too. Phoenix and Minnesota are playing right now. And they better be keeping a close eye on what's going on because 
The Western Conference bottom is suddenly perking up. Sacramento won in Dallas and Houston back-to-back nights. Jazz inbounding, 14 on the shot clock. Donovan inbounds it to Rudy Gobert. Hands to Boyan Bogdanovich. 13 points for Boyan. Left baseline drive for Royce O'Neal. Kicks out to Ingles. Driving off the three-point line. Back to O'Neal. Great ball movement. Driving to the rack. Reverse layup blocked by Noel at the rim. Beautiful action. No dividends. The Jazz offense has struggled all night. Here's Schroeder into the lane. Curls out with Gobert tethered to him. He swings back to the baseline. He's got 27 in the meter running. Comes back out. Finds a cutting. Gordle dunk it. 97-77. Thunder came into the game without Danilo Gallinari. Their offense without Gallinari this year had been the second percentile in all the NBA. But tonight they found a way as Donovan misses a three and goes to 10 of 24 and 1 of 8 from 3 on the night. Down 20 with 6.31 for the Jazz. We're on the verge of losing six of their last eight. Thank goodness for Memphis. Dr. Schroeder. Snakes underneath the pick and roll. Hands it to Dort. Dort will take a three. He'll miss it. Gobert will snag his 16th rebound to go with 19 points. Ingles has played 32 minutes tonight with Mike Conley out of the lineup. Has it on the left wing. Holding. Everyone's standing still. He jabs with the left foot. Crosses Noel over. Noel gets back in front. Lobs into Gobert. Turnover on the Jazz. Gilgis Alexander driving on Bogdanovich right to the rim. Layup, no good. Here comes Donovan on the push right to left. Finds O'Neal, rotates to Ingles. Right corner three. Got it. Joe Ingles, third three in six attempts tonight. Jazz have hit eight. That's $50 to the Huntsman Cancer Research Institute, courtesy of Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America has been guiding their members forward for more than 80 years. Learn more at macu.com. You think teams have taken away our dribble handoffs? Oh, that's a good question. Because we don't seem to get into those anymore. Gilgis Alexander into the paint. Floats it. No good. Rudy's got his 17th rebound. Rudy's heading toward a 20-20 tonight. Career high, 25. Donovan driving all the way to the basket. Puts two feet down. Rises up. And Noel gets another block. It's got to be a one-foot layup right there. Yes. One-foot layup. It doesn't get blocked. Oh. Emmanuel Moutier will check in for Donovan Mitchell, who's played 35 minutes and has 26 points, six rebounds, and three assists. Yeah, his career high minutes, while well, he's been averaging anyway. We might not see him again. I don't know why. It's 17 down 17 with five minutes left, and crowd stunned and funneling out. Season. We head to Minnesota on Wednesday. The Warriors are in town on Friday. Sorry, Ron, what were you going to say? No, I'm good. Here comes Gilgis Alexander. Right hand floater, no good. Takes a punch in the stomach from Gobert, no call. Rebound to the Jazz. Ingles to the front court. Ingles driving. Adams and Gobert wrestling as Ingles tries a layup and misses it. Adam just muscled Rudy right out of the lane. Boy, he is strong. Chris Paul, in and out dribble. Here's that pick in the middle of the floor. Has Gobert on him. Steps back for a jumper, no good. Offensive rebound to Adams. Thunder the last in the league in offensive rebounding, but they get one here. Adams bounces to Dort. Moutier sleeping. He'll dunk. We have made some really not very good plays tonight. 99, I guess that's what happens when you're down 19 at home. Just you, don't make, you don't make a plethora of good plays on a night like that. One thing that's hard for, for the Jazz is to, is to come from behind because of they don't have those explosive players 
Yeah, I mean, they just haven't put out. They don't have 48 minutes of lineups right now, Ron. Like, yeah. that bench unit has just struggled all year. Yeah. Plus minuses tonight. Jeff Green, minus 13. George Niang, minus 15. Ed Davis, minus 11. Emmanuel Moutier, minus 14. I mean, those are... Hey, we're down 20, so it's not all on them, but those are crazy numbers, Ron. Jeff Green's played 14 minutes. He's minus 13. George Yanks played 15 minutes. He's minus 15, a point a minute. It's really hard to overcome that. Bogdanovich, open mid-range jumper left side, no good. Now and you're Boyan not, is 4 of 17. And not in the rhythm. And the Jazz are having a brutal offensive night. Now, you knew the Thunder would be a lot better defensively without Gallinari tonight. That is... Well, he has not been on the floor. Backdoor cut. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, another layup. Quinn Snyder calls a timeout, even though he'd like to get out of here as fast as possible because he can't handle it anymore. 102-80. to The Thunder up 22 on the Jazz as the Jazz will lose their sixth in their last eight games. Four points down at the half. Outscored 34-21 to in the third. And right now we're where... Uh, in this quarter, 17. I got it for you, Ron. We are being outscored here in the fourth quarter tonight after 17 to 12. Uh, I have a 17 to 12. We shot third quarter, I believe we shot 7 to 23 or a 5 of 15 in this quarter. Third quarter, we were 7 for 23. So we are now 12 of 38 shooting in the second half. Yeah, 1 for 10 from the three point line in the third. We are 2 of 5, so we are 3 of 15. Mm. How many free throws do we take in the third quarter, Ron? Third quarter threes. Free throws? Do you have that? Oh, yeah, I do have that. Because we have not taken a free throw in the fourth quarter tonight. We only made six free throws. All right, well, that's good. But we have not taken one here in the fourth quarter tonight. So this is a disappointing night for the Utah Jazz. What's next? Presented by Universe Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Jazz will be in Minnesota to face Carl Anthony Towns. He made a little news on the, uh, well. What's up with that, I guess huh? somebody else made a little news about him, huh? Who is this person? You don't know her? No, man. Rom, you're I so hip. Know. I don't know Lizzo? her. Lizzo? Who is she? Well, she had made a bunch of things. They had, she was out dancing to her. The Laker t- dance t- team was dancing to her song. And she was all fired up about it. And then when asked afterwards if she had any fr- people she liked on the uh, Timberwolves, she basically made a pass at Carl Anthony Towns in the interview. It's the <laughs> so, nicest way, yeah. nice way I can say it. So, I like 32. Jazz empty the bench. Juwan Morgan's going to get some time. Dante Exum. 3.52 left. Jazz down 22 in a, another gut check. And the losses have been more than losses. Ron, does this, when you lose by large margins on a regular basis, it certainly is important, but does it also take away, like, your confidence and your pride? Like, what does it do to you as a, as a player? It, it, especially at home. I mean, it really, this, this really hurts. I mean, you hate to lose in front of your, your hometown fans like this. How do you survive something like this? Is Nate McMillan, when I covered his team with the Sonics, he used to always say, as Dante comes off a drive with the right hand, hangs in the air, gets the window, and scores it. And Billy Donovan calls a timeout. Oh, because oh, he just has one? No, I don't know why he called that timeout. So anyway, Nate McMillan used to always say, I love this interesting thing, he says, when you're playing well, and your wife says, hey, we're out of milk, you say, I'll go to the grocery store, I'll go grab that for you, you might even keep your sweatshirt on. 
<laughs> and when you've lost six of eight, and your wife says, you're out of milk, you say, I'll have my cereal dry. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Great something point. to it, right? Like, these guys are not walking around town right now feeling very good about themselves. They, they, need, they need to get out of this. And frankly, tonight, this schedule right now, Oklahoma City on a back end of a back-to-back without their second leading scorer and their second best player, this is where you're supposed to get healthy. Well, and this is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah so you, you see why that and you got to be uncomfortable. And with I that. guess the next question that has to be asked by the front office, which is, I don't know what they do about this, but the script on six of the eight losses is all the exact same, which makes it difficult for you as a front office to try to say, how you know if how, maybe that's good news maybe there's one problem to be solved and if you can solve it but i don't know how there there are not there are not a lot of vehicles or routes there might be a lot of vehicles there are not a lot of routes by which to get that vehicle to where you want it to go yeah so this is hard right now for these groups they'll go back to the drawing boards they got great leadership Super coaching staff and an active front office that will have to go to work, but this is stunning. Baisley to the basket, misses the layup as Tony Bradley defends, and here comes Dante the other way. Nigel Williams-Goss in the game as well. Williams-Goss still does not have his first NBA point, nor does Juwan Morgan, so we've got some fun stuff in that regard. Here comes George Niang on a tight curl to the lane. Floater, good. Yeah. 102-84. to 84. Jazz offense tonight. A huge struggle. Dort, rookie out of Arizona State, back up top to Mascala. Hands to Nader. Big Euro steps through the lane, switches to his left hand, and Tony Bradley defends it. Bradley and Nader probably played a lot in the G League. Speaking of the G League, Stars won again last night. Well, they're hot. Seventh straight, I think. Maybe eight, I can't keep track. Milwaukee Bucks, speaking of can't keep in track, one tonight. Dante works the right side. Keeps the dribble alive. Seven on the shot clock. Passes it. Niang, he spin dribbles in the lane. Goes to the window. Misses. Tony Bradley tips it up and in. 102-86. to 86 With a minute 27 left tonight. Here comes Gilgis Alexander. Driving, hanging, missing. Tony Bradley with another rebound. Outlet to Williams-Goss. Stutter steps, curls out. Doesn't have an NBA point, but plays unselfishly. Gotta love it. Here comes Dante lobbing Tony Bradley with a two-hand hammer. How about that, huh? 102-88. Tony Bradley's trying to get a double-double in three minutes. He's got two points and three rebounds. The kid's incredible. Left wing, Gilgis Alexander. He's got 20 points tonight. Driving, hangs in the air, kicks out the Bucknell Bison. Mike Muscala from the corner three, one of two Bucknell Bisons in the arena tonight. Brian Bailey, Jazz assistant coach, also a Bucknell Bison. They'll overrule that and call it a two. Come on, there's just not many NBA nights where you got multiple Bison. Very rarely. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I didn't notice. Really? <laughs> If you were you, your prep didn't show you tonight that we had multiple bison in the house? Uh, it did not. Wow, I'm so stunned. As a matter of fact, I was. Were you worried about? Were you aware of the fact that we had multiple I, I, cyclones in the house? How many times do I tell you sometimes that that is useless information? Foul in the backcourt so that the Thunder can get their 
Last guys on the bench, on the floor. Hall comes in. And what school is the Bison, David? The Bucknell Bison out of the Pete. Bucknell Bison. They're out of Pennsylvania. They're in the Amish country. Mm -hmm. The uh, they play in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, to be exact. Dante drives, lobs Tony Bradley, but it's off the back rim. He went for another hammer. Here comes the Yank. Kicks to Exum. X marks the spot, but he's short on the shot. 104-88. Bucknell Bison are in the Patriot League. They play the likes of Lehigh and Lafayette. Big-time battles, Ron. I'm surprised you're not aware of them. Another Bucknell Bison three is short, and the rebound comes down to Exum. I thought there was a chance we'd talk Bucknell Bison tonight. I didn't know it would be because we were up down 16. Tony Bradley gets another lob from Dante Exum and lays it up and in. Jazz, effective field goal percentage tonight, 44 offensive rating at 88. Wow. And the Thunder win their fifth game in six tries. Back-to-back -back wins on the road trip in Portland and in Salt Lake City. They will now head, I think, to face Sacramento before going back to face Denver. Simultaneously, Sacramento beat Houston tonight. 119-118, so they just went and won two in a row, so things are getting interesting in the Western Conference. The Jazz fall tonight, go to 13-11. and 11. Oklahoma City goes to 11-12, and 12. just one up in the loss column are the Jazz. Sacramento is two back in the loss column. Minnesota and Phoenix are playing tonight. One of them will be one back in the loss column. And a conversation we never thought we'd have, Ron Boone, of whether this team makes the playoffs is now a legitimate conversation. Well, I hate to start talking about this this early because it gets always get the feeling that the Jazz will get things going. Track record uh, says you're right. Track record and just going back to Billy Donovan talking about his team and, and, and Chris Paul and, and how he's trying to get acclimated to the players that they have on this team. Sure didn't look like it tonight, that's for sure. But... Uh, and they have a few new players. Jazz have 10 new players. This is not making excuses. This is the, the fact that the Jazz just can't get it done. Well, and if they're not hitting, if they're not making shots, which is the key for anything, but it's the way they're getting those shots, I think, is a big difference. Well, we don't offensive rebounds, so, you know, we're late, low in the league in offensive rebounds, so you certainly, that is the case. Rob, we're going to face a sour bunch we're going to have an interesting game going on coming up. The Timberwolves are about to lose their fifth straight. And they're... So the Timberwolves will come in having lost five straight as they're getting blown out by the Suns tonight. The Jazz will have lost six of eight. Those will be two teams that will be scrapping Wednesday in Minneapolis. We're joined now by Ben Anderson and Jake Scott. And... Hard to zero in on one thing, but boy, those bench minute numbers again tonight, guys. Jeff Green, 14 minutes for Jeff Green, minus 13 when he's on the floor. George Niang, 18 minutes, minus 11. He was even in those final seven minutes. Ed Davis, 12 minutes, minus 11. Emmanuel Moutier, 18 minutes, minus 15. And that has been the story of this stretch for the Utah Jazz, and it's the story again tonight. 
I think looking at the uh, absence of Mike Conley, where it really does test you is that bench is is one player short now of of even, you know, pushing a starter back to that bench unit like Joe Ingles tonight. And and not that Ingles was fantastic, but, you know, this was a team that already wasn't performing well as a bench unit. And then you're taking, you know, the best player off of that group. And and they just did not have any options about it tonight. There's nothing they could do to fix that. It's too bad. Uh, and, Ron, and, Ron, you make a great point. They're 8 of 31 from three. When you don't only grab seven offensive rebounds, only get a line 12 times, you've got to make those shots. You, you have to make shots. That's the way the Jazz, I mean, they do not have that scrappy hustle team that, that comes up with all the loose balls and, you know, that type of thing. I mean, this is a country club team. Mm. You know, they like the threes and they like the, the open looks is – basically what this team has been built around and when you're not getting those not making them anyway I thought early in the ball game there were some threes that went down and came back out I know Boyan had one a couple of them and but man it's hard to pinpoint why that bench just continues to struggle I, I'm concerned, Ron. You used the phrase "country club team," and I think you're you're right on the money. Who would have thought the last couple of years this Jazz team would go from such a physical presence, you know, maybe a little short on offensive talent, but made up for it with a little grit? And to hear you call them a country club team tonight, and that's maybe how that's, that's how they're playing. I mean, that's that's a little alarming, right? Well, I, I hate to use that phrase, you know, but um, maybe we are a little soft right now. Well, I will tell you, if I'm being fully honest, I had coffee with someone this summer. And they asked me what my biggest concern about this team was. And I said, we have a lot of talent. Now we got to figure out if we play hard. And mm. playing hard means... Because guys who traditionally are thought of in this league as play hard guys, if they didn't play hard, they'd have to go home. We, don't, we have so much talent on this team that most of these guys haven't had to play hard or go home. And I, Right? Like mm-hmm. Dort tonight. Yes. He doesn't play hard. He's going home in two years. Or Europe, right? Maybe they're not going home. But they're playing in China. They're playing in Europe. We don't have any guys like that. Our guys are all so good, right? Emmanuel Moody is the seventh pick. Jeff Green is a fifth fifth pick. He's a 14-year veteran. Ed Davis is a seventh, ninth pick, right? Like, these guys are brilliantly talented. Most guys, you think about it, play really hard in this league. Do because they have to because that's how they're staying league and or else they're Giannis or Russell or one of those guys right like right. that are just incredible that they're that town and play hard but so I I think it's a fair comment Ron that we're not hitting our cuts hard we're not getting out defensively because frankly these guys haven't had to do that a lot okay and to back up your point is that. Last year, we talked about guys running great routes. And that is cutting hard, uh, using those screens to the point where you're not letting a defender get between you and the screener, but you're, you're, you're running good routes because you run a good route. That means, just take for an example, as Chris Paul runs a great route, that means Rudy's got to stay with him, pick him up. We're not seeing that. And, that, and when that happens, that makes your defense scramble now, or you've you got mismatches, you know, that type of thing. And we saw, a little, we saw that last year, I thought, and I know we, we covered it and we talked about it quite a bit. But that's the only way this team is going to get the t- defense scrambling and get those looks 
that if you don't make them, it wasn't because you didn't execute and run good routes. No offense to Ben. I almost wish Gordy was here tonight because I have one of those crazy questions I'd like to ask him <laughs> and then get one of his crazy answers, Ben. So I don't know if you can do a Gordy Chies intimate in- impression. Impression, Ben. You got you, this, Ben. You got because, like, part of me's wondering, like, if Quinn Snyder rolled out Terrell Brantley and Mia Hone and. Like Juwan Morgan and basically said, like, I know where if you don't play hard, you don't play again all year. <laughs> and they're clearly not as talented, not as good, right? Right. But, like, what happens? I just I don't know. I really don't know. I just am really curious on what happens if you just – and maybe those – and, frankly, and ju- like, frankly, in fairness to our – the guys – the other guys – that might not be their gig either, right? Like, they were all leading scorers of their teams in college, and we don't, we don't actually know that that's – we just, like – so I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's a crazy thought. But it's just curious to me if, like, we're talking about play hard, right? And, I mean, there's definitely a level where you look like you played hard against Memphis because you hit 30 50% of your threes than you look like when you hit 25% of your threes, right? Like, so never forget that. Like, when you don't hit your shots, it never looks like you're playing So when you're hard. hitting those shots, that means someone usually has passed it to you. You're going to – come up with assists, and that's, what, 32 assists. But that first quarter, Jazz was only down one point. They made two or six three-point shots. Uh, they scored 24 points in the quarter, and they had a few shots to really go down and, and, and come back out. I mean, the disturbing part of the game is the third quarter where the starters don't play great. Right. And no one can pick this, them up. Because, frankly, our starters have to be plus 13 every night. Right. No one can pick them up. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we let you guys go, I'm just just pointing this out uh, because you get a lot of nice trips to Miami and L.A. and those sorts of things. Tomorrow at 4 p.m., which I would assume is around when you guys might land, it's going to be 4 degrees in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And you know what? We don't even have to go outside, so we don't even have to worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, you guys stay right. in that hotel right across from the arena, right? They've yeah, got tunnels right. that take you right well, over. We usually, we usually walk to the uh, arena. Across the street. Like last time I didn't take the bus because it actually takes the bus like five times longer. Because you got to haul the one-way does, street. you got to go like, It takes the bus like ten <laughs> minutes to get there. It takes one minute to walk there yourself. And um, that might not be what I do. But have By you the ever way, been to Minneapolis? Yes. Yes. You have you, you know you don't even have to go out downtown. You don't even have to walk outside downtown because of all the over all the walkways they have that from building to building that type of thing because it does get that cold. Yeah, four degrees. That's rough. Yeah. Stay by, indoors, boys. By the way, our starters were minus five in the third quarter, hmm. and then so they were down nineteen. They were down nine, and then by the time we never got the starters back in the game. Hmm. Tough. So I mean that's. But if you go to the first half, just like this is on the when, uh, uh, just to share one of the notes. Sorry, I just I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, when we had lost five of six, our starters were plus 14 in that stretch. And our bench unit was anytime we didn't have our starters on the floor, we were minus, I think, 87. So this is not this is the same tonight in the first quarter. We were the first substitution was 13, 12, I think. Nope, six, uh, 19, 18 on the first substitution of the night. So we were down one, and then when the starters came back in, they were plus three. So they were plus two in the first half. And then, what I say, minus four. So they were minus two, and the rest of the game was the rest of the game. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, you guys have a great trip, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday night. Stay warm. Stay inside. Indeed. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you. 
There's David and Ron. Tough one for the Jazz. They fall at home tonight to the Thunder, 104-90. We kick off the postgame show coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson of KSL Sports. The Jazz fall tonight to the Oklahoma City Thunder, 104-90. And, uh, Ben, we talked about it in the pregame. The schedule starts to soften up a little bit. The Jazz look a little better against Memphis. They get an Oklahoma City team tonight who, granted, has been playing a little bit better. But coming off the second night of a back-to-back and without their leading scorer in uh, Gallinari, and, and i got to admit, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm surprised about the outcome, I guess, that the Jazz lost, but I'm more surprised the way they did, where they just got, you know, beat out of the building in the second half. It just felt like the road trip again. And and that's surprising because you came back against Memphis and you thought, okay, I mean, it's it's Memphis. They weren't very good and they were missing players as well. They didn't have John Morant, but it felt like something clicked and the energy was back and they realized, hey, like we can beat these bad teams. And Jeff Green... After the Lakers game where the Jazz got blown out here a couple of nights ago said, hey, it's good we've got some teams coming up that we can beat. And clearly the Jazz had this mindset that this roster is good enough to beat some of these lesser teams that are coming in. Certainly not the the tough teams that are playing on this road trip. And now you've lost six of eight and the team you beat twice is Memphis, who might be the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. Very could be. I mean, that's 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 a big thing. Yes. What's going on with the Jazz right now is serious. And and. I'll be very curious to hear what we have here in uh, post game with the what the coaches say and what the players say. And real quick, the bench once again was an issue. Um, if you take away Tony Bradley's six, which came at the the very end, and actually some nice lobs from Dante, but I mean the game was well out of hand. And uh, two of Dante's four came in that period as well. So if you if you look at that, uh, you know Moutier had two. Um, uh, let's see here, uh, George Niang had seven. Jeff Green had four, and that was it from the bench. So you're looking at 13, 17, 19 points of the bench if you take away Tony Bradley's. I mean, that's just not that's just not going to get it done. But Boyan and Donovan Mitchell were 14 of 42 combined. Mm. You know, I mean, Nobody I, played I, I agree the bench wasn't great. The bench was really bad tonight. They they really struggled. They they lost out that, that matchup, but your two best offensive players, or at least your two highest scorers in, in Bogdanovich and, and Donovan were just inefficient. I mean, Boyan I think it was one of Let's see, he was one of ten inside the three-point line tonight shooting. Uh, and he did not make one three-pointer in the second half. Yeah. So, so. I mean, th- th- and Donovan didn't – he made one three. He went one of eight. So they combined went, what, four of 15? You just, you, if you don't make shots, you're not going to look good and you're not going to win a lot of games. And the way the Jazz are playing right now, where Ron Boone called them a country club team – if you're not making shots, you're really gonna you're gonna get run out of the building, and that's what happened. I mean, the Jazz are predicated right now on just being a shot making team, and that's that's hard to do. And I understand why Jazz fans find it hard and are, and are you know having a hard time on Twitter right now because this team over the last few years has been so tough that even in these grind out ugly games, the games were close because the Jazz would force you into a four of seventeen quarter. Right. You know, you would have these brutal quarters from both teams, and it was it was tough to watch if you're an offensive fan but uh those games were close and that's not how this team is playing right now all right with that we'll say good night to our network stations our next broadcast coming up on wednesday night the jazz will be on the road in minnesota to take on the timberwolves that game will tip off at six o'clock pregame coverage begins at five your uh your final tonight 104 to 90 the thunder beat the jazz here at vivint smart home arena right here on the jazz radio network that'll do it 
This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray. And Lexus of Linden. By Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Ow! This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.